Telling the Tales, the podcast in which we're going to cover every single Telltale episodic, narrative, adventure, and sometimes poker. Video games. Not this week, though. This week, we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead, a new Frontier finale episode, episode 5, From the Gallows, released on May 30th, 2017, directed by Jason Pike, designed by Stephen McManus, Michael McCormick, and one M. Vaca, and written by Adam Esquinazi Douglas. Douglas. Speaking of Douglas, I'm here, as always, with Dustin Cornelius Jackson. <laughs> Hey, everybody! Douglas was not involved, I guess. <laughs> and we're also joined this week by a very special guest. Uh, you know her, you love her, she's been on the show before. Are you in love with her? I can't make that call for you. But she is, uh, we're all happy to have her. It's Courtney Svatek, a.k.a. Alter Mentality. Hey, Courtney, how's it going? Hi, um, yeah, the person who's in love with me is not going to listen to this, um, unfortunately, <laughs> because I keep trying to convince him that the Walking Dead games are actually good, but he only is, like, vaguely aware of the show, and he thinks it's gonna be bad, because he doesn't like the show, so, like, mm -hmm. anyway, I keep, it's it's a work in progress, I'm gonna try to get my partner, Victor, to play these games someday, but he is hard to convince, but anyway, hello. I have a few friends like that, who, like, I really want them to play it, but yeah. there's just no selling them on yeah. it. Yeah. That's also only the person that you know is in love with you. That's I've always true. said to strangers, <laughs> I, my, my thing with strangers is, I can't tell you to not fall in love with me, but I can tell you <laughs> to never tell me about it. Yeah, well, since the last time I was on this podcast, I did get engaged. So if anyone else is in Woo! love with me, that's a little awkward for them. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> <Whoops>. bud. <laughs> Awkward. A... <laughs> hey, speaking of, uh, you know, being in love with someone who's already married or whatever. Uh, yeah. Walking, wow. Oh, yeah. Good. That's what a segue. I know. Courtney, you're bringing some, <laughs> yeah, some that was real hot podcast fire. <laughs> I didn't have that plan. <laughs> wow, dude. She's going to eat our own podcast. This is I think we need to dangerous. give her the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so The Walking Dead, A New Frontier, Episode 5 from The Gallows is good. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good job, everyone. All right, see all you right. guys yeah. next week. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was a very strong finale, especially coming off of. Uh, we can talk about this a little bit because uh, Courtney, you also played through the Expanse. Yep. And we just finished that. Um, coming off of that finale, which uh, we talked about last episode, we were not as hot on. Um, this this really felt great. I liked. The, I just like this story a lot. I don't know. If I'm coming out of it feeling any of the kind of way I felt about Walking Dead seasons one or two, but it's very yeah. solid. Um, I think when it's all said and done, I would put this above season two. Yes, wow. I agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I just think the things it does, it does so well and so strongly, and I feel like it. So here's the thing. When we played through season two of Walking Dead, I was like, oh, I liked that more than I remembered liking it. And now after playing through season three, I'm like, I don't know if season two was that good. <laughs> yeah, the the way I described it in the Discord was like season two had really strong bones. And those bones were the like through line with Kenny and Clementine and Kenny's relationship. Um, mm hmm. Mm -hmm. But everything hanging off those bones was kind of like saggy, loose skin. Like the other characters <laughs> were kind of hit and miss, you know, that there was a lot of padding. It felt like um, it's kind of hard to remember what happened in some of those episodes. But 
this season I felt like maybe not as strong bones, like maybe not as like hard hitting of a through line, but like it was very fleshed out. Like all of there was just so much going on between different characters and the interplay between them and all the characters were like pretty well fleshed out and everything, so I feel like um this one overall led to a more like filling experience. But not a lot of bones. Yeah. So like (laughs) having meat versus having bones. You got them weak bones. (laughs) Got the the weak bones, but a lot of meat. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, stuff like the character relationships. I mean, this is all stuff that we've said in the past episode, but just the way the characters interact together, the little human moments, even stuff like uh, the flashbacks at the beginning of some of these episodes do a really good job of making you care about these characters who... I'm willing to bet we will probably not see again other than Clementine yeah. and AJ. Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't know. Uh, there is a thing at the end of the episode, and we can talk about all the plot points in in our own time. Uh, but there's a thing at the end of the episode where you can make a choice about what Clementine is planning to do at a certain point later on. Um, mm-hmm. that makes me think that if you make that choice, you might see the New Frontier people again. Ooh. Maybe it'll be Maybe. like a, a 400 days thing where they're just kind of there in one episode, like for a brief time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then yeah. don't do anything. Yeah. yeah. You just like pass them and you kind of give them a look and, you know, that's it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Okay. The way that 400 days affected season two, actually, I just remembered it. And now I'm less interested in season two. <laughs> it wasn't good that part wasn't great yeah i mean i i don't want to say i dislike season two but when you just see where this season excels it really does make season two look less impressive so my my thing with season two i have a similar vibe to the the bone analogy i guess <laughs> uh where season two had a really specific thing to say about abusive yeah. parenthood and that is in there and it says it very well but like it wants to say it so much that it has a little bit maybe belabored its own point and you know like other aspects of the game are running to catch up to making that point um right and in new frontier i don't feel like there really is something like that. Like it's more about it's about family in the way that Fast and Furious is about family. <laughs> and uh I I don't know what it's saying about family. It just it sort of just is about family. Yeah. Yeah, it it especially since uh you have the option of uh taking your brother's wife. <laughs> I guess family only goes so far. Well, I think that's that's family too. Yeah, it's family related. Sometimes family is your brother's wife. Sometimes, sometimes (laughs) family is your brother's wife. (laughs) Um, well, let's talk about that, Courtney. Okay. uh, the The world doesn't know your journey to this point in the season. So, what was your style of playing? Uh, with specific focus on Javi and Kate's relationship, and Javi and david's relationship okay so i didn't do anything like too outrageously different um from either of you but i think the biggest difference we had uh doesn't actually have to do with either kate or david it is the fact that i had conrad alive for a lot longer um, right 
So if you'll remember, for those listening, uh, Conrad was the guy who uh, his his girlfriend, Francine, was killed. Um, and so he kind of, like, flipped out after that and, like, threatens Clementine. Uh, and so you have the option to shoot him there. And I believe that both Mitchell and Dustin did that. But I did not. Um, I didn't want to kill him because I felt bad for him. Like, I understood why he was acting that way. Um, so I did kind of use Clementine a little bit and say, like, hey, uh, we'll, we'll use her to get into um, Richmond easier. And so Clementine didn't like that too much, but I did keep Conrad alive. And so he stayed alive through all the way through this past episode. And um, fun fact, Conrad can make it all the way through the season and live to the very end. But wow. uh, if you fail a QTE at the very end of episode four, <laughs> he will die. And yeah. <laughs> so you were talking about Kate and her uh, adventures with vanning bad. Well, she yeah. vanned so bad that she was going to hit Javi, but instead Conrad jumped in the way. And apparently Javi can just dodge this if you're fast enough. But you have like a second to respond to this. And if you fail it, then Conrad jumps to save you and Conrad gets run the fuck over and he is Wild. dead. <laughs> He is dead. So, yeah, you know, you think that you're in this story. You're, you think that you're amounting to something, that there's themes running in the background of your life because we're so used to seeing things work like that in narrative, uh, in narrative form. But then sometimes you just die because someone vans bad. And it it's not the end of something. It's not the beginning of anything. Yep. It's just something that happens. And that, someone I vans guess, happens bad. to Conrad. Someone else fails a QTE, and next thing you know, your head's getting squished by a wheel. There you go. It is wild that, like, Kate can't hear you that well on the radio in the in the second to last episode. And yeah, she's specifically like, telling you, telling her, don't, do not come here. And she's like, what's that? I'm going to come there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to come there. I'm going to drive as fast as I can. <laughs> it's like the classic thing where, like, someone's pretending they can't hear you. It's like, Psh! Oh, you're breaking up. Shh, I can't hear you. <laughs> I'm just going to look only at the wheel in order to focus 100% on driving fast and not look at where I'm going. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll maybe it'll work out. Just drive as fast as you can. I guess it kind of did because for me at least it she did not die. She was just like fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, she was like not in the truck, and then you meet up with her, and she's like, "Yeah, I got out. It's fine. Whatever." Oh, yeah. But so let me get back there's to there's no way what, that she dies there. That's oh, actually what my differences were. I mean, there yeah, were oh, really yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's so basically, I did tell Kate that I wanted to pursue the relationship in the last episode. So like, Javi's been pretty like close to Kate, but like, I didn't kiss her before because I was unsure about it. Like, in, in the very first episode mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Um, and then I didn't agree with all of her plans about, like, what we should do, about leaving Richmond or whatever. But, you know, we still obviously are, are really close and care about each other. And, and then at the end, I did say that um, I wanted to pursue the relationship with her um, at the end of the last episode. Well, before the whole nice. van bad situation. <laughs> and um, as for David, I I don't know. I feel like I tried to, like keep a little bit of distance from him. Like I didn't have Javi totally hate him or be mad at him or anything, but like, I wasn't like all chummy, Mm -hmm. like, bro, it's you. Like, so I kind of (laughs) stayed as neutral as I could with, with David, I would say. 
I think that's where I, I, I might have been like maybe a little more friendly and on board with him, but I, I felt like I tried to keep Javi like not 100% with this guy for, for good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's three, three people who have determinable deaths. I guess with Conrad, it's four. Um, but there's three people who can potentially live or die at the end of the season um, that are like core to the story. It, Kate can live or die, Gabe can live or die, and David can live or die. Um, so we, we can talk about everything else, but I do kind of want to st- skip to the end a little bit and just say what happened. Um, for me, Kate is alive and mm-hmm. she wants to start a family. She wants to have kids. Um, she specifically asked, can we have kids? And Javi said, Javi did not give me the player the option to say, that's crazy. I mean, (laughs) I do want to start a family, but let's just find some kids, you know? (laughs) Um, so I said, I just said, yes, I guess. Um, (laughs) I, I guess I'm on board. Gabe, unfortunately died in a very sad death, uh, that made me actually cry in real life. And David is dead. That's crazy, man. That's what happened to me. What happened to you, you all? Um, the exact same thing. Okay. Exactly down to the letter. <laughs> so, uh, how about you? Yeah, for me, um, Kate and Gabe are both alive, and whoa, lucky. Yeah, and David is dead. And I've got to say that um, I did like this episode, but it did not hit me emotionally as hard as the previous season finales. And that's probably a good thing, I guess, because like Gabe didn't die. And (laughs) I I felt like David's death for me was not because I didn't see it happen. It happened off screen. And so it wasn't that impactful for me. But Mm -hmm. um, so it was a good episode, but it didn't like make me cry like the ends of the last two episodes, last two seasons did, honestly. Was David dead in, uh, I presume, the same way as both of us, where he, you just kind of find him dead in the car? Uh, he wasn't even in the car. He was, like, on the ground. Um, and oh, he for me, he was in the, the car. car. Yeah, Dustin and I, I think we have the exact same thing. How does Kate... Yeah, and it, it was just so anticlimactic with David, but it, it made up for it just because that scene with Gabe, oh, man. I'm excited to hear about it. How does, uh, how does Kate feel about you, Courtney? Oh, at the very end, she did the same. She asked me if I wanted to start a family. So I don't think I've said this on the recording yet, but um, I actually played this twice. So I played it because I I finished the first, I mean, the final three episodes of the season like two weeks ago. I just played them all within a couple nights of each other because I wanted to see how it ended. Um, so I played it again last night so I could refresh myself. And I tried to make all of the same choices. Um, but the first time... I did diverge here just because it was at the very end. Um, so the first time I told her, like, whoa, let's take it slow. Maybe we'll have some kids, but I don't know. I can't say that yet, like, after mm-hmm. we, we've just been through everything. Um, so she was like, well, okay, all right, I guess. And then last night when I played it again, I was like, yeah, let's let's start a family. Let's do it. And she was like, all right. And then they made out. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you got the happy ending. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I th- that that is a I think you did. You just got like a full happy ending. Yeah. Seems pretty yeah, good. Yeah. I I guess except for David dying, but I guess that wasn't that big a and Trip problem. And Eleanor and Conrad. And well, Ava. Eleanor didn't. 
die Eleanor, for me. Yeah, she's Eleanor just uh, she's dead me. to me. Yeah, <laughs> is she still alive? Yeah, I I I don't know. We never see her like die. Well, or at anything. the end, did you get those things where it showed like Polaroids of the characters, and if they were dead, they'd be like X'd out, oh. like in the credits. I did not. I did not because my game crashed. Oh, <laughs> I did not get to see the credits. I got that in the credits, and Eleanor was still alive, according to the credits. And it okay. was kind of weird because cool. it showed her as being clearly alive, but Clint, it had, like, a question mark over him. So I was like, okay, mm. <laughs> that's kind of, why don't they just tell us if he's alive or dead? I don't you know. You can just tell us. We're, we're not going to care. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, really well, care about him Maybe much. it'll matter in the maybe. final season. That's true. That It's possible. It's unlikely. But it could. Uh, yeah, for me, it says, like, Joan's whereabouts are unknown. Um, so, yeah, it, it could have been a number of things. For, for me, Joan's whereabouts are very known. Yeah, same. <laughs> She's dead. I, sh- I shot her through her big head. Her big head. Her eyeball. Yeah. Shot she her right through the eyeball. tactical mistake <laughs> in uh, how she handled that situation or in order for that to be a possibility. Uh, yeah, she did a bad job. For me, Clint's location is very known for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so here, here's how it kind of breaks down a little bit um, toward the end of this episode. There's a part where um, I guess this might not have to happen because you might not want to date Kate. I don't know. Um, but... At a certain point, it's revealed that Kate likes you um, because she kisses you straight up in front of David in a seemingly spiteful way. Yes. <laughs> just, just to like really fuck up the whole thing. I have it here in my notes. Kate, that was so dumb. Oh, my God. That was the dumbest way to do that. Holy shit. I've written that out word for word. Um <laughs> It it what because like he's clearly in his angriest he's been and Kate's like oh, this is a great time, let's do this right now, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that that actually frustrated me a lot. But you know, Kate's not Javi, so you can't control what she does. You can only control what Javi does. Um, but yeah, so so that happens. David does not take it well. <laughs> he starts fighting you. Uh, and you have the option yeah. to either fight back or just say, I love you. Um, and, and like you can just say, I love you while getting pummeled in the face three times in a row. Very powerful moment. Uh, and then the the zombies close in. And there's this uh, split up that happens. David takes Gabe. Drives away. Kate is going to take a big tractor and <laughs> tractor up the zombies and and like put the wall back together a little bit mm-hmm. and she had to redeem herself after the van yeah so <laughs> she's like i can, can drive tr- i swear <laughs> so then there's also a motorcycle so you can go on the motorcycle and you can choose to either uh pursue david and gabe to make sure that gabe's going to be okay or you can go with Kate. Um, whatever you do almost doesn't matter that much. What actually matters is what Clementine does. She's here too. And she can, on her own volition, you cannot control this in the moment. Um, 
she'll just choose to either go with you, whatever you do, or to cover whatever you don't do. And she went with me. Um, with she Kate. went with me as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did she split up from you, Courtney? Yeah, so I don't know what controls this, but um, I during this choice, I got the, you know, upper left uh, prompt, the classic Telltale prompt that clearly said, um, I think I have it written down. Yeah, it, it said exactly this. Clementine will help the person you do not choose. So I decided that I actually trusted her more to go after Gabe. So I went with Kate on her uh, bulldozer thing. That is, that's the way that you get the happy ending. Yes. Uh, yeah, you have to. We we did not get that. Yeah, Clementine has to not be with you and then love Gabe enough to go to Gabe. Yeah, so I actually read what decides whether or not Clementine will go with you. Okay. Um, And it has to do with the flashback from uh, a couple episodes ago. Um with AJ when she like gets kicked out of uh, the new frontier. Um, so you have to not spit in David's face and you have to accept uh, Ava's offer in the flashback. Why? Why does that, that matter? Good question. That I'm just telling you what I read. That is and I wild. Like, mm. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Courtney, you didn't spit on David. Uh, I didn't I don't remember what the other I just felt like there was another option at that point but I don't remember what it was though I I thought I did both of those but I guess I must have spit in David's face or something Yeah I I spit on David <laughs> I mean I don't blame you at all I just I don't remember what the yeah. options were at that point but I felt like there was something better I could do more productive mm-hmm. maybe better for AJ but I don't remember what it was yeah, and I definitely told Ava to go fuck herself. So I <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I really don't you know why that You sealed Gabe's fate. It, um, can we do, do we have theories about why that affects so that? What, what I read was if you do those, I guess it makes it so Clementine is not... Uh, I don't know, super angry with David. It it, it said mm. uh, you have the understanding Clem route, which I guess I did not. So I guess it just huh. affects okay. how, yeah, Clementine's relationship with David. Uh, so she'll go with him if you go with Kate, I guess. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's a couple things in this season that I think really don't play out in a way that feels good just about like character motivation if if i am gonna pick some some negatives to talk about here that like i don't understand why clementine would ever be cool with david you know after that mm-hmm. um or i i don't right. understand why in in the choices i made i can see why eleanor betrayed me but if she's just gonna do it no matter what that doesn't make a lot of sense um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, I did not kill Conrad, and I know that was like a big point of contention for both of you. Like, because Gabe just comes out and says, like, "Yeah, well, uh, Javi shot Conrad," um, but mm-hmm. and then that makes like Eleanor and Trip get super mad at you. But 
Uh, I didn't have that, so Eleanor wasn't even that mad at me about anything, so <laughs> she just yeah, did she it. Yeah, she had no reason. Yeah. Did you did you kill Lingard? She did it for the lulls. I did, but that didn't seem to bother her all that much from what I remember. Like, oh, she, she might have been a little like shocked it about me. it. Hmm. But yeah, I, I don't know. I guess she's just, uh, she had to make a choice. <laughs> I like that you can tell her off in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I made sure I was like, look, I get that I killed your friend, but absolutely go fuck yourself. You you <laughs> yeah. really screwed things up for us. We could have been out of your hair. It would have been so easy to let us leave and not be here. Um yeah, I one of my favorite little scenes in the episode is when you go back to see uh Eleanor and she's working with some patients and mm-hmm. uh one of the patients was was uh like about to die. So Wait, do, do we want to like maybe discuss the plot like from the beginning? Oh, kinda, we'll, like... We'll, we'll get there. We'll get okay. there. Sure. <laughs> we'll get to the we're beginning. We're kind of so. working backwards. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're we're, we're sampling. We're we're taking like mm, just a little piece of candy, little piece of candy. Yeah, we're just we're just sampling. Don't around. mind if I do. Don't mind. Uh, but yeah, like the, the the patient's about to die that she's working with, and mm-hmm. David's there, and this is like peak David temper tantrum time. So yeah, David's like, I'm just going to shoot this guy. And the the girlfriend is uh, freaking out about it. And then David just like casually, seemingly for no reason actually at all, just breaks the girlfriend's arm <laughs> to, to yeah. calm her down, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I hope this helped. <laughs> yeah, you feel looser now, I bet, right? <laughs> oh, I needed that. Yeah, I, I don't think that you would be... Like stiff with a broken arm, so good. Yeah, more joints. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Good job, David. Yeah, you really thinking? Really thought that one through. <laughs> you really thinking about everything you do? But then, like everyone is so angry at David, and he has like he's one of those Kenny moments where where Kenny <laughs> freaks out and he does something extreme, and then he like takes quick inventory of himself, and he's like shocked that he did that. Whatever he did. Right. Because uh, he, he hit like, Gabe. Like, Gabe was trying to get the gun away from yeah. him, and he, like, smacks Gabe across the face. Yeah. Because it was important for him to hold a gun then. <laughs> That's not even the worst thing he does to Gabe in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. De- depending on depending on some choices, Gabe has a yeah. rough time. Uh, yeah. Courtney, you're right. We we are sampling too much. Let's take it, let, let's take it from the beginning. Um Kate did not die in the Yeah, in the she van. was fine. She did not van she wasn't even so like bad as to this. die. Um we we had we had a discussion at the end of the last episode of like, do we think Kate is dead? Because The Walking Dead does have like permanent deaths that happen so casually. Like that is a thing the series does. But mm-hmm. also it would be really weird. And uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so no, that didn't happen. Uh Courtney, did you think Kate died at that um, moment? I didn't really think she died probably, but I I could have seen it mm-hmm. being how it was, but um I like I said I did just kind of play episode 4 and then go straight into episode 5, so I wasn't left wondering that much. You d- you didn't have time to think. Oh, I wonder if if it was a fatal van. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> pondering it for too long. I took maybe like an hour break and then just went right back into it. Mm. Yeah, I, it 
the more I think about it, the more sure, like, yeah, she, there was no way she was going to die there. Um, right. I mean, I would have thought she would at least get, like, some sort of injury, but she's, like, totally fine. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so what, um, what happens first after that? Like, what's, what's the big order of events after that point? Well, well, can we talk about the flashback even before that a little bit? I have some notes for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, almost forgot that happened. Where, yeah. Uh, yeah, they find out uh, their dad has cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, full on uh, David in this in this scene. Yeah, so Javi and um, David are playing dominoes with their dad, and um, you know, David wins, and so he's like, "Oh, both of you owe me ten bucks," and uh, Javi's like, "Oh, I don't have ten bucks right now," and so their dad's like, "Oh, just go get my wallet. I'll cover you." So Javi goes over to get his dad's wallet. And he notices, like, a, a medical paper inside it, and he pulls it out, and he's like, what's this? And then David comes over and, like, grabs the paper, and that's how they find out that their pa has cancer. Yeah. David, David's such a dick in this scene. I, I hate he Like, he beats Javi at dominoes, and he's like, wow, you really suck at this, man. You're, <laughs> you're like, the worst person. Yeah. Also, uh... Hi, better watch out. Hope Javi doesn't steal your money from your wallet. And it's like, you got so pissy when I said how good I was at baseball last episode. I know. It's like, and- you wanted dominoes, David. Okay, reel it back a little bit. It's just dominoes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You get you get so bent out of shape when I say I'm good at something. And then next week you're like, boy, you could not suck harder. <laughs> yeah. A lot of what they're doing with David feels like, in, in season two, you're supposed to be conflicted about Kenny because Kenny mm-hmm. is bad for you. He is toxic in the relationship he has with you. But like you, you do love Kenny. You're you're trying to yeah. to foster a, a loving relationship there. And with David, it's like they're they're taking it the logical next step of like this person is bad for you, and it's obvious and yeah. it's clear. And you just have to be his brother because, like with Kenny, that that's sort of a chosen relationship. Um, with David, you really can't just not do that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, do we know how Kenny dies if you end up with Kenny instead of on your own or um, with Jane? If I remember right, he was teaching Clementine how to drive, and then they get swarmed by walkers, and then he just gets killed in the car, and Clementine makes it out. Got it, got it, got it, got it. With, with AJ. Uh, Courtney, how was, how was the end of your um, season two? What happened to, to Kenny? So for me, um, Kenny left Clem and AJ at Wellington, I think it was, whatever the settlement was called. Um, yeah, so he, he left them, um, there and then he set out on his own. So for all I know, Mike and he's still alive out there somewhere. Mm, no. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> question mark. <laughs> Another nah, question not. mark. Yeah. Th- that is interesting. You, you might have the longest living Kenny. Um, yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Probably, again, probably no. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah. So just David David does suck. I I have my first note of uh taking notes here. What the fuck, David? So mean during dominoes. 
<laughs> Come on, man. This is my first domino. <laughs> uh, does your family play dominoes? My, my family's a very domino-heavy family. We play dominoes a lot. I don't think I've ever played dominoes in my life. Uh, yeah, my family's more of like a Uno family. Ooh, Ooh yeah, that's, that's a good one. Spicy. That's what they should have been playing. <laughs> um, the The specific domino game we play is Mexican Train, which is probably not the game that you would be talking about if you say let's play dominoes in general. But uh, we, we play a lot of Mexican Train, and it's a it's a silly game. It, it, Are you all, good at it? It's all random. Just oh. if you get the right <laughs> dominoes, you win. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what a what a silly little game. Yeah, and uh, like it, it's interesting to start the episode with that because what the dad says to Javi is like, "Hey, this is gonna take me, so you really need to be able to be your brother's brother." And that's just that's just how it's framed. Like, hey, your brother sucks. What are you gonna do about it? And that's that is the whole that is the thesis, I suppose, of the season. Right. For me, uh so David was very uh up in arms. He was like, You can't just give up. You got you got cancer, man. And I had Javi be like, Look, uh, Poppy, it's it's your life. Uh you get to choose what you do with it, and then that pisses David off. He's like, what, what are you talking about? Oh, I'm out of here. And then I'm, and then uh, their dad is like, you should have supported your brother there. And I'm like, there's no winning with this family. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> happened to me exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that is the point, though, right? There, there really is no winning with David. If you uh, miss the baseballs in the batting cage memory... He says, stop missing on purpose. And if you hit them, he's like, oh, what? You're so good at baseball. So, like, you can't do anything. What do you want me to do, man? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there's there's a point later. So, like, after the memory, then uh, there's, like, a, a, a zombie scramble. But then you go and see Eleanor at that moment that we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. And there's a point later when, uh, uh, like, like they're all f- Kate and Javi and Clementine and Ava for me. Ava's alive. It could be Trip, I bet. Um they're, and Gabe, they're all looking at David and they're like scared. And David goes, I'm protecting them. And then Kate says, then why are you pointing a gun at us? And then David says, then I'm all alone. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if he can't be shitty, it, it it's, yeah, like if he finds out he's not allowed to be shitty, he takes that as a rebuke of him as a person. <laughs> yeah, boy, I, I I don't much care for it. Yeah, he's rude. I I mean, you know, I I I'm sure it was purposefully done. You know, that's the point of David. It's not like it, it, he's badly written. It, it's done specifically to piss you off. But boy, I don't like this David character. Yeah, da- David is the one person that like is an antagonist and you never have the option to kill or <laughs> even like fight seriously. You you don't have a way out of being his brother, which is I, I think the point. Like you mm-hmm. have to you have to work with him. You have to become friends or at least friendly enough to 
work it out. And uh, I hate it. I hate it. It's, it's, uh, it's frustrating for me. I mean, it's, it's very well done. I, I think it yeah. is a good narrative uh, storytelling strategy to make purposefully the frustrating. But yeah, it's incredibly frustrating. I don't like David. Um, <laughs> uh, what happens next? What's the next story? Um, so I had Trip come back. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, he just forgave me. He said, yeah, it's fine. Um, Ava is mad about it. <laughs> that You know, it makes sense. Yeah. But <laughs> you have the option to tell her, like, I mean, I also like Trip, so... <laughs> it, you're, I'm sorry I didn't pick you, but like it just seemed important to have David or to have a trip alive. And then yeah, she was that, like, "How about we just don't talk about it? <laughs> how about how about no discussion on that? We just forget it happened. Yeah, is that okay with you? Is that okay? I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, so fine. I don't want to talk to you either. I actually really liked uh, Trip's reaction here because I mean, it sounds like Ava was just mad. Like, wow. I can't believe you'd pick him over me, but like, yeah. Trip has the opposite because he's like, you know, I really should be the one who's dead right now, and I have this. He calls it a slippery feeling. He's like, he he feels like almost like this. He's in this space where he shouldn't be alive, but he is. Like, he's in this like mm-hmm. weird pseudo existence, and he he just feels. Mm-hmm. Like, he, another thing he says is that he feels like he's wearing shoes that don't fit. And it was, like, really introspective of him, and I actually liked this a lot, what he said That's there. That's cool, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, it, it was just sort of mad at me. <laughs> yeah, I, I told Tripp, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty fucked situation. I think uh, he understood. Yeah, I mean, it, it was fucked. I guess you had to pick someone. Uh, I guess let bygones be bygones. Um, at a certain point, David goes up to the roof. And it looks like he's about to jump, but that's not his uh that's not his take. Instead, he's surveying the city and trying to figure out like the best military strategy for the family to um run out toward the garage where there are mm-hmm. many cars that they can take. And uh, <laughs> it, it it just made me laugh a little bit because he's talking about this and he's like, I'm a soldier, Javi. I <laughs> Yeah, Where other this... people might just see a city, I see a. I look at it like a painter looks at a canvas. I felt this dialogue was a little on the nose. <laughs> it's like okay, <laughs> okay, right. buddy. I mean, it's pretty good at making you upset with David. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So it works there, especially because like that batting cage memory. It doesn't seem like it was so long ago, and <laughs> that's when he decided to go enlist and become a soldier. Right. So like he's not that much of a soldier. No, he was he was already a soldier, but he wanted to go back to the army is what was happening. Right. There. Oh, That's is that right. what it was? Okay. Yeah, because remember that. he already had his army glass that he loves so much. Maybe he wanted to go get another one because <laughs> Kate broke that one. I just really wanted to have another army glass. I haven't been drinking any water since you broke it, so <laughs> in that case, I guess like, yeah, whatever, whatever gets you drinking more water, just go. Stay hydrated, David. Peace yeah. be with you. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a shriveled mummy. <laughs> I gotta go back. Yeah, but, but like this this thing on the roof, it's immediately after he breaks this woman's arm for no reason yeah. and, and uh, 
shoots a, a dying guy and making everyone sad. And then he goes up to the roof and he's like, I'm a soldier. It's <laughs> <laughs> all I am. It's all, all I'll ever be. It's like, D- David, I don't think you get to do this. I think you just have to feel shitty about breaking someone's arm right now. <laughs> Yeah, I love that too because, like, if he's rationalizing himself as like I'm a, I'm a soldier, that's it. Then he would look look over to Javi theoretically and think he's a baseball player. <laughs> that's his deal. <laughs> he plays sports. That's his whole thing. <laughs> David's very deep. Oh yeah, wait. Do we not ever find out why he got kicked out of baseball? I thought we did. I thought he like bet on himself or something. He was like gambling. Oh, yeah. is, is that it? Okay, that's the impression I, I got. I, think they I don't know that. if they ever. Like, I think they mentioned that but... in a. I th- I thought they mentioned that like earlier in the season. I was starting to make a head cannon for myself that he was like similarly kind of as angry as David at one point and got in a Ooh. fight with someone. And got kicked out of baseball for the fight. They That's actually kicked f- him out because he was just too good at baseball. So it wasn't <laughs> <Yeah>. fair. <laughs> leave leave some baseballs for the rest yeah, that's of what, us. That's why we? David's so pissed off. He's just too good at baseball. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> he called them and had them fire, Javi. <laughs> you got to get him He's off the team. Good. It's not fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> he gives no one else a chance. Yeah, Every game is just infinite points versus zero points. You really got to get him out. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah. So it, it's after this little rooftop conversation that uh, we see Ava again for me, and I assume Trip comes here as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's some, uh, th- there's some bits after this point because, like, after this point and until the big fight where Clementine and you can go in different directions, uh, it's it's a big like. It feels like a callback to season one, almost like a like a road trippy kind of um, hike. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of rooftop jumping, which feels very season one. Um, someone dies in the middle of it for seemingly no reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like walking to the side of this pile of cars, and one of the cars starts slipping, and Ava. Um, it just gets like pushed off, and that's how Ava dies. She gets pushed off by the car that slips. Yeah. Oh man, that that doesn't happen for me with Trip. What happens? Um, Trip makes it past the car, but uh, he dies at the part with the helicopter. Oh, yeah, because he was gonna be the last one to jump over because he's the heaviest. So the thing actually breaks when Javi goes across the the helicopter blade, because um, Javi was the second to last to go, and so it breaks and he has to like climb up it, and so uh, Trip is left on the other side without the blade to cross, and the walkers start making it over to him, and so he's trying to fight them off, but they overwhelm him and he just falls off the highway. Yeah, it was interesting for me, and I, I, it makes sense with both of those being sort of like the meat and potatoes of this hike in in terms of mm. uh how it's all choreographed and, and how the encounters are set up um because i i finished this uh the, the helicopter thing and javi does have to climb up the helicopter blade 
in order to to save himself. But like he just does, and it's fine. Yeah, there there's no one left after him who gets fucked out of the helicopter blade. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I was just gonna say like when they finish it, I bet for you it was a very somber moment. For me, uh, like Kate's making <laughs> helicopter jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, Kate, we just lost Ava. Maybe, like, <laughs> yeah. maybe not the best time for jokes. Uh, yeah, it I still did get is one of after favorite... I lost Ava. It's just a different moment, and Kate's like, <laughs> yeah, something about propellers. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, Kate, I didn't know you were the funny one of the group. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did get one of my favorite lines in the scene where, uh, with the car... So, uh, Trip is going by the car after Javi, and a walker pops out of the windshield, and just Trip just kind of grabs him and tosses him over the side and says, uh, fuck you, fuck stick. I have this written down because this was also, like, my favorite lines in the episode. When the thing pops out, he says, shit my nuts. And then he tosses it and says, fuck you, fuck stick. <laughs> Trip has all the it's lines. It's great. You see, this is why I wanted to save Trip. <laughs> uh, damn you, Joan! You could have had so many funny little quips. Joan, you master manipulator. <laughs> um, yeah, this episode did make me like Trip after being so anti-Trip <laughs> last episode. Uh, we we bring back a an old favorite of Clementine's immediately after that. Um. Javi needs to sneak through a crowd of walkers. I mean zombies. And the way that he does that is uh, he, he uses the old paint the guts on himself move. Yeah, there's some funny stuff here, too. Just some good lines from Javi. Yeah, he's uh, cutting it open and smearing it on him. And he's like, do you literally just eat shit all day? Is that why you smell so bad? <laughs> This sucks, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, it. I I had forgotten that we haven't seen this uh, for like the whole season. This is such yeah, a classic you, Clementine move now. You, you get so accustomed to that. By this point, you're just like, oh yeah, that's obviously what you do. But this group she's with have never done this before. They're like, does that work? Yeah. Um, and it does. It does seem to work. I do yeah, want to say that, so like, there's this segment you have where Javi has smeared it on himself and he has to make it to the generator. Uh, but you still have to not bump into the walkers because if you like physically bump into them, they will kill you. Um, and the first time I did this, I was really bad at it and I died like three times. Um, but I realized it did remind me of the part in Grabbed by the Ghoulies where you're sneaking through the ballroom because you can't like bump into any of the guys or they'll all attack you <laughs> but yeah i was really bad at this the first so time <laughs> and then when i replayed it i just got it with no problem <laughs> yeah they do get very close like i i made it through but the whole time i was like whoa whoa excuse yeah, me if, if they bump into you they they will kill you they will just lunge on you and start ripping your throat out or whatever there's a lot of grab by the ghoulies love in my like immediate purview recently that has been weird as it should just... be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with yeah, you, I know that you like Grab by the Ghoulies. But, like, I, I was just talking with someone at work, and it casually came up, like, hey, you know Grab by the Ghoulies? Like, what? Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> Why do you know it? <laughs> I do, but... <laughs> Weird. Okay. Um, And sometimes it's me bringing it up. 
which you know that's my fault <laughs> i like grab by the ghoulies um i i love grab by the ghoulies let's do a grab by the ghoulies podcast let's do just grab by the ghoulies let's like talk about grab by the ghoulies news oh we can go through like an episode per room for all 100 rooms <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh no <laughs> yeah never mind yeah <laughs> so uh after that point you're at the garage um what what do you think of that david fight uh harsh harsh just made me really well here's the thing this is maybe the one time where i'm like yeah i guess i get where you're coming from david Mm -hmm. i i did just say uh me and your wife are together now yeah if if you're not together with kate i wonder what happens oh that's a good question I, I guess all of us just uh, went for the Kate ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we love love on this podcast. We love love. That's true. I guess I was just sick of not doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do have a history on this podcast of uh, narrowly avoiding love. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> um, no, yeah, but it, it, uh, very harsh. And he... he so he starts beating Javi with a fucking wrench, and he and he hits Gabe with it too. That's when I was like, you know what? I don't think you're a very cool person. You just seem like a lacking dad. You're you're lacking <laughs> some some stuff. That <laughs> I'm not a dad, but that seems like something I would probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say uh, um, this has my I think my favorite uh, little telltale pop up of all time because. Ooh. At the beginning, in the flashback, if you promise your dad that you'll try to be a good brother, and then in this part, if you never fight back, and if you just keep saying, I love you, uh, it'll say at the top, you kept your promise to your father. And that hit, that hit me really hard when I saw it. I was like, yeah. oh. I did, I did do that, but I missed, I s- didn't see it somehow. Yeah, I didn't write that down, but that's great. Yeah, that's, that is really great. That's a, that's a good one. Um... Can I talk about a line that really hit me? Sure. Um, I forget what exact part it's at. It might have been... So Javi's talking to Clementine. I I think they're just talking about David. Uh, And Clementine says, uh, no one gives you a rule book on how to raise a kid. It's it's like... That one really hit me since Clementine should not have to be raising a kid. That sucks. This is Mm -hmm. so shitty. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was just like, oh... Oh man, yeah. There's there's a bit with uh with Gabe and Javi as well when they're just walking, and oh yeah, uh, th- this conversation was was heavy. It was Gabe saying, um, like, hey, I used to, you know, just want to be like my dad, and my dad would always tell me like, don't end up like your uncle, which is rude. <laughs> like you don't even have to tell <laughs> me that, rude. Gabe. That's rude of you to say. <laughs> um. First off, rude. Second off, well, thank you for coming around. Because now Gabe is like, I, I think if I ended up like you, Javi, it would be great. And I, I just, I'm afraid of ending up like my dad. Yeah. And, and he says in that same scene that uh, they need to be there for him. Like, he recognizes that his dad is not in a good spot right now. It just shows some real emotional growth that he's not just like, yeah, fuck my dad. I hate that guy. Mm -hmm. He's like, we need, he's obviously not doing well. We need to be there for him now. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, he's he's like bleeding out emotionally at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um So the, then the, the the split up we talked about happens. Right. Which I I have to say like I know and I think Clementine would be okay with the plan of like I could just ask Clementine, "Hey, can you go after David and Gabe?" And I think she would. Yeah. But she, like, it's just not an option. She's so adamant. Like, it doesn't even occur to her, maybe I should go with them. She thinks, I'm going with you wherever, man. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you're just not given. I don't like it. I don't like this approach to yeah, such it, an important Yeah, it feels thing. bad that Clementine is so on your side and you get punished for it. Yeah, I, I like, the... The, the sort of end result of season two, I think, is so beautiful and so thoughtful that mm. I can forget a lot of the, uh, the the slow stuff and the soft stuff on the way to the end of season two. Um, and then this is like, it's almost the opposite. Like, I'm tainting my whole time I've spent with the season because it ends in this way where, like, I just don't think this is... It, as as designerly or as as beautiful of a way yeah. to have your family fall apart. It's really an expanse like approach to cause and effect. It is, yeah. <laughs> Where you just do some random stuff and like that's what a choice is. Like it it affects something later somehow. Yeah, I I don't like that. I don't like when it says, "Oh, you just did it wrong. You played wrong." Mm-hmm. And now you have to pay for it. Yeah. I, I was hoping that it would be something about, like, what Clementine has expressed she wants to do. And, and re- instead of, uh, like, going with Javi or not going with Javi, I wanted it to be, like, well, d- are you in love with Gabe? Or do you think that Kate's right and that you have a moral obligation to save the town? Or, like, Clementine has to have an opinion um, but she, right. it, it's not about that. It's just about like, does she go with Javi or not? Um, yeah, well, I th- I think it's weak. I'm I'm sorry, game. I like a lot of you, but yeah, I think it's I'm, weak. I mean, that's where I'm kind of at too. It kind of the opposite of what uh, you were saying for season two, where I do think this kind of stumbles at the finish line, but I just think it just does so much well that I really like a- about this season overall. That I can I can kind of forgive that, especially since it follows up with that great scene of when Gabe dies. That really hit me. I I kind of forgot <laughs> all about uh, the lameness of that part. Um. So so yeah, I I still think overall I think it's a very strong season, even a strong episode. Um, yeah, you two are yeah. gonna have to describe the Gabe death scene to me because right. Let's I, just do that oh, right man. now then. Uh. So. Y- y- First, if this is what happens for you, you you go and you you work with Kate and Clementine is there. Uh, So you're kind of just like saving the town. Uh, It works out. Jesus has come back. He's now on a horse and he has a medieval knight (laughs) sword and he's got he's his whole shit is wild. But we'll (laughs) we'll talk about that in a bit. This is a story we must have missed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think it must be like he became a knight in the TV show or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like yeah don't worry about this i'll he, like he used to work at like he used to thing. work at medieval times before this whole zombie thing. 
<laughs> Good thing I held on to all this. Yeah, in my notes I've written, Jesus, he's a knight now. Uh, <laughs> that's Jesus. all there is to it. Um, so you, you do that, and then you go with Kate uh, and Clementine. Or, no, you don't go with Kate. I, I think it's just you and Clementine. You go and you you look for David and Gabe. Uh, David has uh, like like a knife wound in his brain, which I think indicates that Gabe had to do that, uh, which is sad. It was it was kind of hard to tell what the wound was. It it looked like a big chunk of his head was missing for me, but I might have just not seen it right. Well, so Gabe, you you catch up with Gabe, and he is um, he's he's bit. Yeah. Uh, so, and he's he's like on the way to turning, um, and he explains that like he had to stop David in the car, and then they crashed because of that. Um, right, because David is just like on on a full manic quest apparently, but you 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 don't even see him alive when you're there. You see Gabe, and he's just sitting in the corner, and Javi is crying, and Clementine uh, kisses him on the lips. And he's like, no, I thought we were going to have something. Which surprised me because, like, Dustin, we were talking this whole time of, like, Clementine is putting up with Gabe at most. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, like, it turns out that she really did. She genuinely was very excited about the prospect of not having to, like, be alone for the rest of her life. And, and be I... s- someone her age who was cool and interested in her. That's... That's yeah. wild. It, it, it is. <laughs> but you know what? I, I think by the end, with just like how much Gabe had grown, mm-hmm. you know, it would have made a little more sense. Yeah, I, like, I think Clementine was there to see him grow into a different person than he was when they first met. Yeah. Um. Th- so then as he's dying, uh, he asks for Javi's gun so he can shoot himself. Right. Um, and you have the option of either giving him the gun to do it, or you can say, no, I'll do it. And Gabe says, thank you. Uh, and then right before you pull, so I, I said, I'll do it. Um, I, it just felt right. Um, and then right before you pull the trigger, Gabe says, you may not be my father, but you were a great dad. I love you. Yeah. No. What a lie. Yeah. And then you have to shoot Gabe, and and that's the story. Very, very sad. I I would say, for just for me, but I would say it hit me harder than even the ending of season two, where Clem had to kill uh, Kenny. Like that was sad, but boy, this one just tore me apart. Yeah, I think that the killing Kenny thing is this, it is my personal favorite, strongest moment in any of the three seasons of this game that we've played. Wow, or four seasons, even with Michonne. Um, it, that that Kenny moment in, in the end of season two is is just a, a, a like a killer telltale format moment. Literally, a, really a, a redeemer <laughs> of like this whole style of gameplay. This is sadder for me though. This Gabe death was uh, gut wrenching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because like it made me think back on my Mitchell Wolf's not Javi's relationship with Gabe as. It has grown and uh, gone through ups and downs through the season. Because I started the season 
I don't, I don't like this kid. This kid sucks. <laughs> yeah, we were both like, oh, this this kid's a loser. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's it. This is such an interesting thing with these uh, games with multiple different kinds of endings because it is. It's I'm sure happier for you, Courtney, that Gabe lived, but. Mm-hmm. I mean that that was a strong moment for Dustin and I. Then you didn't you don't get to have it. Yeah. My <laughs> ending was uh Yeah, it was it was not very like emotionally hard hitting at all. It was maybe a little anticlimactic. I can tell you what happened for me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so basically I chose to go with Kate to plug up the hole in the wall um mm-hmm. that she had caused with her van explosion. And, um, (laughs) and so Clementine decided to go after Gabe and David. And so she hopped on the motorcycle by herself and drove off. It was really cool. She was awesome on her motorcycle. We love her in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so I went with Kate and basically we were just driving the bulldozer. We, we drove it like downtown and Jesus was there being his, you know, nightly self. Uh, like he has like... (laughs) two other buddies with him too and they're all just like i don't know they're like the freaking knights of the round table they're all like let's corral the walkers together and then we can yeah. force them out of the city <laughs> this is fun for them for some reason yeah I don't they're like so that. gung-ho about it um <laughs> another day Glad another dollar you know what i mean <laughs> so anyway uh then Basically, you just have a sequence where you're like riding on the side of the bulldozer and you have to shoot a bunch of walkers and then Kate's driving and she tells you to get on the busket, which is the name of the like thing mm-hmm. on the front of the bulldozer that picks things up. And uh, they have a little bit of almost like Marvel-esque dialogue where uh, yeah. Hobby's like, oh, busket? <laughs> What's a busket? <laughs> and uh, so anyway, then they finally just pick up the van and plug the hole with it. And then that's that. And then they see, uh, they look over and they see Clementine and she has Gabe and they're coming. And so they run over to them and she basically just says that she found um, them and their car had gotten overrun with walkers and David was already dead and that uh, Gabe had to kill him. But she did manage to save Gabe before he got bitten. Good job. Yeah. Good job, yeah. Clementine. Yeah. Cool. Cool moves. Yeah. I We had uh, basically the same thing happened with the kate stuff just clementine was also there and also helped taking some uh some of the walkers out of the picture um thinning the herd a little bit it does not sound like a real difference happened having kate or just because of having clementine there with the kate stuff um yeah but if you i i did i saw a uh a diagram of each of the things that can happen based on like that split up moment and so like there's four different paths right because you go with david and clementine doesn't you go with david and clementine does you go with kate and clementine doesn't and number four is you go with kate and clementine does um and so but all everyone in the podcast went with kate then in in that moment but courtney you had clementine not with you mm-hmm. um I mean that is the happy ending answer. Yeah. Um although, although it I I do agree it does sound emotionally not as fulfilling, but it's hard to be that upset when you have an alive Gabe. 
Yeah, so if you go, if Javi goes to find Gabe and David, David can live. Um, but uh, depending on if, if Clementine goes with you for that, uh, Kate is a walker by the time you get there and you have to shoot her. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, and if Clementine go, does go there, um, Kate is just not around. She's missing. And Weird. stays missing through the rest of the game. Like, they, they just don't know oh, what happens to her. Yeah. Yeah, so, Courtney, you did, like, exactly the best route. Yo, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> got that Got that happy ending swag out over there. You win The Walking Dead. Oh, and and by the way, after uh, they talk to Clementine, um, then Kate is like, come on, Javi, let's go. And he's like, where are we going? And she says, a funeral. So what they do is go find David, and um, mm-hmm. they track him down. And did did you get this, or what? What happened with David? Like ultimately, did you just kind of leave him there, or just left in the car? Okay, so for what um, happened for us? Oh, Mitchell, I, did you? Have... I think I got the funeral. I yeah. I saw a lot of the endings on YouTube, so I've seen it. Whether or not I got it, I forgot if I had it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I did. I did not get a. So we find David's body just laying on the pavement, and Kate says that he was always talking about like his military funeral and what to do when he died, etc. And so she finds his dog tags and says, "This is all that he cared about. He didn't care about his physical body. He just cared about these." And so they bury the dog tags, and uh, then Javi can say something over his buried dog tags and. I chose to say, um, say hello to dad for me. And then um, Kate takes off her wedding ring and leaves it on top of the buried mound. And then they, uh, she takes Javi's hand and then they leave together. It is a little bit of an insult to be like, it- and <laughs> I'm not married. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm All right. done. It's over. I'm free. I'm going to fuck this baseball now, player now. where were we, Javi? <laughs> Yeah, just that that specific timing to I I bet she felt it was important to do the wedding ring thing, but it's a little like, come on, dude. <laughs> he was a jerk, but like, come on. <laughs> At least wait until we get back. Um I so Clementine said the word fucked a lot. <laughs> in the end. Good for her. Good good for her. She's 12, and thats I don't feel like that's been her thing. She's making it her she's, thing. She, like, just started this episode. She's, like, feeling it out. I can't remember if she's ever cursed before, but, like, I... I've had her... I, I remember her saying... I, I think in the first episode she said something was fucked. Of this season? Yeah, I, I bet I bet that makes sense. But, like, I, I definitely clocked it here, like, oh, you, got a little, you got a little potty mouth on you. I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know if I like how this is shaping out for you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so Courtney, here's a question: um, Are Gabe and Clementine together? Because Gabe's alive for you. Um, are they together in the like three days later ending part? Um, not really, because when Clementine is about to leave and Javi is giving her a haircut, uh. She does mention that she's going to miss Gabe and that she uh, likes him. She doesn't say that she, like, has a crush on him, but just that she likes him as a friend. And okay. uh, she, she seems like she's in denial a little bit. She's like, 
you know, I just I just thought it was, you know, I thought he was cool. I thought he was kind of funny. It was nice to he's a bit annoying, but he's also fun to talk to. Um, so it, it's cute. It's cute. Um, Gabe also gives as he's dying for us, he gives Clementine his Euchre cards. No. And mm-hmm. he says, promise me you'll tell AJ how to play. Mm-hmm. Which oof, that's sweet. Yeah, oh. it's very sweet. Great scene. Um, so I actually assumed we would see AJ in this episode, and we don't. Um, yeah, I forgot. I didn't remember whether or not we did, like at all. Yeah, and uh, the the last big choice of the episode is Clementine is talking to Javi, and uh, Clementine says. You know, I didn't really, I never really knew that much about baseball. And Javi says, uh, yeah, you know, baseball. <laughs> and, and Clementine's like, once I get AJ, will you, um, will you teach him how to play baseball if I bring him back? And the, the, uh, the choice Javi has here is to say either you should leave him be, don't bring him back. Or, yeah, bring him back and I'll, I'll tell him about baseball. Um, so <laughs> just the choice of like what Javi wants Clementine to do with AJ, should she move on or should she come back here? Um, I said, bring him back. I don't really understand why I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. That's what I said too. Yeah. I I don't think it's safer out there anywhere else. So yeah, seriously. Like what else are you, there's no guarantee you'll even find anything. Yeah. You you know like this this uh this franchise has a reputation for just being such a downer and being kind of like disaster porn a little bit. It's just not um it's never happy in the ending. I think this is a pretty yeah. positive ending. Uh, yeah, other than for me. Gabe dying, like it's very hopeful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially <laughs> especially for, for you. I mean, even with Gabe dying, that's you, you can have a happy ending. That's that's colored. You know, you, you it's uh it's it's tainted a little bit. Um, that's certainly something I'm sad about with Gabe dying, but like the fact that the town isn't destroyed and they are rebuilding and they can kind of like have their own futures and Clementine is probably going to find AJ. That's, that's a bunch of happy stuff right there. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, totally. A a good, uh, subversion. Yeah. I mean, the ends of season one and two are so sad and such a bummer (laughs) compared to this. This one, this is still a sad ending, all things considered, but like yeah. hopeful. Yeah, hopeful. So um, when Clementine came to, uh, when she had saved Gabe and she came to meet up with uh, Kate and Javi, um, when she tells you that David is dead, you have like a dialogue option there. And I don't remember what I actually said, but something like, oh, that's that's terrible. But one of one of the things you can say is that's just how it goes. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really do be like that, though. <laughs> but like, honestly, yeah, that, that's how I felt about David dying. Just like, yeah, yeah it's well, one of those things. yeah, I mean, if anyone was going to die, that's that's just how it goes. <laughs> ah, shoot, man, Dang. that sucks. Anyway, okay, so uh, on the YouTube video I found with all the endings, there was a comment on there that said, I think the best ending is David and Gabe are alive and Kate's dead. <laughs> and there were a bunch of likes on it and people were responding to that saying like yeah i agree and i don't get it <laughs> there's yeah what's i don't get why that could be the best ending. there's people out there who like 
in in large numbers. I've seen this sentiment online in a lot of places who are like, yeah, I'm glad that I was able to save David. Or like, I, I, I'm, I'm on David's side. People are on David's yeah, despite side. Despite being like an absolute <laughs> monster in this episode. I, yeah, I can't fucking figure it out. Da- people, <laughs> people are liking that. People are, are being like, yeah, well, he's the alpha, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, weird. <laughs> I I can't uh, I can't sympathize with David for uh, even a second. So even a little bit. Yeah, especially how Clint was going to give us the opportunity to just the whole family to just walk away, and then as soon as he frees David, David's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill Clint for no reason right now." Like, <laughs> there, there's so many options. Uh, and and then he he always plays it off like uh like uh. Why why does everyone hate me for doing this? <laughs> yeah. This was the obvious route. Uh I I yawned in the middle of that laugh and I made a weird noise. <laughs> I liked it. It was like a weird <laughs> <laughs> Walker, oh no. <laughs> it is the uh, first day of October today, so it's it's real. Yeah, oh, I know. Scary. Oops. <laughs> We're all becoming walkers. <laughs> So yeah, it's fine. Yeah, at the very end of the episode, uh, Javi gives Clementine a haircut, uh, which is a, a fun moment, and he he really just fucks up her shit. <laughs> she had a great haircut yeah. before he did that. <laughs> did, yeah, well, at least he agrees. Like Clem says, "How do I look?" And Javi goes, "You know what? I'll I'll grab your hat." <laughs> Man, that's such a bummer for her. Because <laughs> at the end of all that, she you, also has to be a you little could, bad. You probably should have just lied about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's going to see it. <laughs> she's going to find a mirror. Um, okay. Then, and then there's like a, a montage of her climbing around and walking on stuff and, and looking for AJ. And then that's, that's the fade out. That's the season. And then you're given a summary of uh, not just your choices, but like sort of um how you directed certain characters and in what your major outcomes were we've gotten this a few times i think game of thrones was the first time we saw this like really happen right right um but then it, it uh did expanse did something like that right um yeah yeah i, I already don't remember hang on <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds like it could be right I don't no, know. No, I guess it did. I think it just we had choices. Didn't. We yeah, it just gave us the choices at the end. Yeah. Um so I wrote down my summary. Uh my experience with David was compassionate. With Kate was loving. With Gabe Ooh. was safety first. <laughs> <laughs> with an exclamation mark, safety first. Jones' whereabouts are unknown, and my Clementine has become a survival warrior. Ooh. What uh what what are your summaries? Do you have them? Uh Courtney, you go first. Okay. So I mine uh like results were always a little buggy at the end, and I don't know why, but it would always tell me to like refresh to download mm. the new choices and it couldn't connect to the server that's, or whatever. That's happened for us before. But too. I did get these, except I didn't get the Clementine one, which is odd because I like cycled all the way to the end. 
uh, when it wouldn't mm. show me anything more. But I did get the other ones. Weird. So my result with David was heartfelt. So I don't really know why I yeah, ended up th- with Is that <laughs> different than compassionate? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, and with Seems Kate, it was... anonymous, but all right. With Kate, it was mixed signals, which... Hmm. <laughs> even though Probably I fair. was like... Yeah, direct with her at the end, I guess getting there was a little mixed. And Gabe, I also got safety first. <laughs> uh, did it, it, it didn't say anything about Joan because Joan's dead, right? Yeah. Did it, it say anyone's said, whereabouts are unknown? Yeah, like, Clint. It, uh, Clint has a question mark over his picture. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I have some of those, but like at the end in the middle of um, all of the, like the the big... Oh no! It didn't give me things. like a special message about anyone. Yeah, it, it it threw Joan in there, made a made a point of saying that. So maybe I will have Joan in uh, the final season. I don't know. Huh. Ooh. Um, yeah, Dustin, what you got? So this is funny. I didn't get to see any of that because my game crashed when I got the achievement, mm-hmm. and I. I guess if I had known there was going to be something like this, I would have mm. replayed the ending to see. <laughs> I didn't know. So I just said, yeah, that's probably it. I just loaded it back up to get my uh, my choice results. And I just thought that's all there was. I think so if you scroll to the end of those, you can see it. So you should definitely check oh, really? before I, I didn't, starting I didn't see it four. on the... Oh, that's a good idea. I I didn't see anything that like indicated, but uh, I'll look. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested for for both of you because I don't know what what both of you have for this. Um, I'm very interested in what your Clementine is because that feels like the biggest, most important thing. My Clementine. Yeah. I, I love how, that they word it that way too. Like everyone has their own Clementine. Uh, <laughs> it's like a virtual pet. It, 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 I feel a lot like Clementine's sort of. A, a little bit of a very sophisticated Tamagotchi at this point. Uh, <laughs> like I'm, I'm raising her. I'm, I'm watching her do things I don't like, and I, I just have to see her become a survival warrior. After three seasons, my Clementine has become a survival warrior. She's very pragmatic. Wow. She's very uh, skilled, competent. Her focus is on survival and the survival of her loved ones, uh, specifically nice. Asia. Uh, but I could imagine maybe someone else gets my Clementine became a fuck up, uh, <laughs> or a, a, a tax accountant. <laughs> I don't know what she does. Mine's good at like balancing cups on her hand. Love that. Did what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like like she can just keep it balanced on her palm without having to hold it with her fingers. Man, I don't think holding a cup is weird. I think that look, I'm just telling you what it said. <laughs> um, yeah, Courtney, how how do you feel your relationship as a person with you and fictional digital Tamagotchi person Clementine has gone? Um. Well, I don't think I can go back. So I, I'll obviously talk about how I just feel about it, but I just wanted to say that I don't think I can go check on it because. Like, mm. it's not letting me look at my choices. Oh, you're trying right now? Uh, I mean, I've done this before, but, like, once I beat an episode, it doesn't save the choices. Like I said, my whole game has been kind of buggy about this sort of thing. It, when it, right. Like, it, it 
knows that I've beaten the episodes because it's carrying over my choices to the next one. But when I try to look at the choices, like none of it's there and it says that I have to beat an episode oh. first. So I don't know what's up with that. Wow, that that's weird. Yeah, something like that happened when we did uh, Batman season one. It just wouldn't give me my choices until it decided, oh, wait, we're supposed to be telling you those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I feel like, well, like we said earlier, I guess I somehow ended up with the like, compassionate or understanding clementine because i didn't spit in david's face or whatever but i i think that is kind of how i've generally tried to play her this whole time is that yes she is tough and she is gonna do what it takes to survive and to help aj survive but she's not going to like be cruel if she can help it at all uh she's gonna because i, I like to think i'm sort of like trying to honor the stuff that, that Lee taught her um, and yeah. just be, you know, she, she's got to kind of keep hope alive both for herself and, and for AJ now. So she's going to try mm. to like set a good example for him just as Lee set a good example for her. So, you know, just trying to be a little compassionate where she's able. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know where my Clementine ended up, but I'd like her to be like exactly that. Like, I, I know some people like hardened badass Clem, but I I like to think that she still holds on to that humanity she had in the early like keeps some compassion. Yeah, it, it's interesting because like I I think that my Clem is compassionate to to a degree. Uh, I mean, all of these directionalities for her are probably going to be um not all encompassing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but every time I'm like given the choice to like is Clem going to do this thing that maybe is morally gray, but like she needs to do it. I'm going to tell her to do it. And I think that's just how I've arrived at this point. It's, it really does feel like some aspect of parenting where you can't make the choice for her. You're just um, like sending her in a direction and seeing how that goes. Right. Uh, Man, I want to play the final season like now but we've mm-hmm. we've got a whole <laughs> podcast to go through man <laughs> oh man yeah well um with all that in mind i think unless uh unless courtney has anything else to to, to share about her feelings maybe we should go into our segments how does that sound courtney yep uh sounds good to me okay Woo. um how about y'all's golden moment Anyone can go. This is the floor is open. It will, here, I'll, since Courtney's our very special guest, I'll I'll let you start us off. Okay. Um, I was kind of torn between two of them. Um, but I think I'm gonna give it to Clementine's haircut at the very end because nice. I thought that it was a you know it shows that she's developed this bond with Javi um, over the course of this season that she you know sort of sees him as. Maybe not like a father figure, but maybe like a big brother figure or something. And she trusts him enough to, you know, to let let her um, let him do this like sort of very like personal thing with yeah. her. Just uh, so so it's like she clearly wants to have some time to just talk to him and unwind. And this is sort of the thing she comes up with to have that bonding moment with him. And mm-hmm. I also think it's interesting that like um, she could have maybe asked Kate to do this or something, but. Clementine does, she's, 
traditionally always developed these relationships with like the men in her life. She hasn't really ever had like a mother figure in the same way she's had like father figures. So yeah. the fact that she immediately gravitated towards asking Javi to do this instead of like Kate or something, I thought was also very interesting. Yeah, that that reminds me how um, she was with uh, Krista for a while, but their relationship wasn't very exactly. good. It felt like Krista yeah. blamed. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that is interesting. That uh, it's the male character she kind of gravitates more towards. Yeah, and it's interesting to see her leave Javi too because she had her own parents in like before season one that she loved, and then she lost them, and then she lost Lee. And then she lost Kenny, um, maybe, depending on... Well, I, I mean, I guess she did lose Kenny somehow, um, no matter what. And now she's got Javi, and Javi's alive, and he's fine. But, like, she has to go. And that's that's tough to see. Like, she finally got into a situation where, like, you can settle down and experience love and be loved, but you have to go. you have to go save a kid now. Oops, sorry about your kid. <laughs> sorry about sorry that sorry about that bud um my golden moment is is the gabe scene i i the gabe scene's just uh it, it's it's very very good the, the mm-hmm. death scene and uh I, it, it could have been a couple other things i also thought about the haircut scene the haircut is great um and i also thought about uh david breaking the woman's arm and like how everyone reacts to that and and really showing that dark side um, more clearly, like that—that's up there too. But that Gabe scene is just so touching. It—it uh, it, it has to be my golden moment. Yeah, I mean, same. What it just has to be. It's done so well. Um, I—I I can't even say anything about it that you didn't already say. But uh, <laughs> I will say one thing about the the scene with uh, David breaking the woman's arm, though. Uh, I wrote down a quote he says when everyone's just kind of looking at him, uh, scared, and he says, "Why the hell are you all looking at me that way?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classic David. Classic David. Um. Yeah. Uh. Weekly guy. Weekly guy. Mine is David. Ooh! Wow. Just because of how bad he was? Or what? I, I think that in portraying this, like, you can't pick your brother, you know, sort of sort of uh, thesis statement, they, they, they made him the exact right kind of villain to be so frustrating, um, so, like, almost re- redeemable, but not. Uh, they, right. they wrote him quite well. Uh, I, I'm just impressed with how David is done as a character. Uh, I hate him, but uh, he is he is my <laughs> weekly guy for this episode. Nice, that's a good pick. What what do you guys what do you guys have for weekly guy? What do you got, Courtney? Um, I'm going with Trip because ooh. Uh, so I want to say that I already like I didn't have anything against Trip like. I know some people were like upset with him throughout the season, but he never really got mad at me. The only Dustin thing was I quite mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were you were already on team trip. Yeah. So the only thing I really didn't like about him was that like he was a little too clingy with Eleanor and it's like, okay, buddy, you need to let it go. She's just not into you. Um but like <laughs> Okay. <man. laughs> that's that's not like the most egregious thing in the world. You know, he's just right. a little bit of a guy who's lovesick and can't let it go. Um 
But I actually, so I wanted Ava to be saved in the last episode, which is why Trip is still alive. Um, but it's not because I really liked Ava. I just, I didn't feel like there was a good choice there. And I thought picking Ava was like maybe a little more practical and she was younger and Trip was already like kind of a lovesick, not having a good time in life dude. So like, I don't know. I just went with Ava. Um, but mm, right. I'm doing you a favor, buddy. She's just not <laughs> yeah. into you. But then like when Trip did live, I was honestly <laughs> relieved because I liked him. And uh, this whole episode, like I said, he was pretty forgiving with Javi despite everything. And I thought his take on the situation of still being alive was really interesting and introspective. And he also said, shit my nuts. Mm. And um, <laughs> he he did... He was very honorable because uh, uh, Javier offered him to let him go across on the helicopter blade first, even though he was heavier. And he's like, no, dude, it's fine. Just go. And then he ended up being stuck behind and getting killed by the walkers. So I thought he was just very, like, nice and full of grace and honorable this whole episode. I liked him a lot. Yeah, it, it's, it makes sense for you since uh, Trip wasn't so venomously against you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for me, for me, him forgiving me was a little... Uh, a little bit in left field. Like, I'm glad he did. But also, it's like, I, you, when I said you should be the one to die, you said, oh, there's the Javi I know. The fucking, <laughs> fucking asshole murderer. And then he comes back and he's like, yeah, it's fine, I guess. Yeah, you did what you got. But do. he did say, he said, do me a favor. Don't piss me off again. <laughs> um,. Yeah, I I did consider Trip. He he is probably my second, but I gave it to Gabe. I really liked his uh just just seeing how uh how much he's grown emotionally in the episode. That scene with him talking about uh how he looks up to Javi and and how uh he still wants to be there for his dad. That just really made me respect him a lot more than I did when this season started. Like he was, he'd already been growing on me, but that by that point, I was like, you know what, Gabe, you're all, you're a good character, and then he died. <laughs> yeah, um, my my weekly guy of the season, uh, not the episode, but the whole season, is Gabe. Uh, seeing that development happen it was great, and I, I think really uh, impactful and purposeful. And surprising yeah. to me, you know, it's it's genuinely surprising when when Gabe uh, reaches like new levels of maturity and you see it happen and, and it develops. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, especially after season two, uh, characters don't normally get to have that <laughs> very often. Uh, Courtney, do you have a, a guy of the season? Yeah, I have a seasonal guy. Um, seasonal guy. Oh. It's lucky there's a seasonal guy. <laughs> oh, no, no. Well, my my seasonal guy is a family guy because it is Javi. Um, <laughs> maybe a boring answer, but I just think that he is really likable. Um, you know, he yeah. is in a difficult situation where he's, you know, clearly in love with Kate, but then he finds out David is still alive and David is an asshole, but he still has to, you know, not totally turn against him because he's... His brother, obviously, and as we learned, uh, he did make a promise to his dad that he would try to be a good brother. And I mean, even without that, like he is family. So you have to tread that line of even if your brother's an asshole, he's still your brother. Um, And I don't know. I just thought Javi was a really like 
likable character. He's he has like an interesting backstory in being like the pro baseball player, but he still feels sort of like an everyman because he's just kind of like a affable, nice dude. And I just was, you know, always rooting for him because he was just such a interesting, likable character. Yeah, affable up the wazoo, I think. Yeah. He's just a he's just a real affable guy. <laughs> um the only reason I would like personally maybe not go all the way with hobby hobby that far is just I don't like how the character is written for how other people treat him. We we talked a little bit about this in uh in the Discord server we're in. Mm-hmm. How everyone's always saying like, yeah, man, Hobby's a loose cannon. That <laughs> he's a crazy. That guy <laughs> brings destruction with him everywhere he goes, and like he just it's like doesn't. I'm trying to play him like super nice. Yeah, I I, I actually am trying to be polite right now, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know where that's coming from. But other than that, I I agree, Courtney. He's a really uh, he's a really strong protagonist. When I found out that this season, and I, I kind of I learned like what the season's about, where. Um, that core Clementine arc is taking a, a bit of a sidestep to just have a new season about a new group of people. I was nervous that these new people are like not going to be interesting. Um, right. And even for like the first two episodes, I kind of still felt that way. Um, but the way that um, Javi and Kate and Gabe have come into their own and... Um, like by the end, I'm genuinely really happy for Javi and Kate to be together. Um, that has made me happy where I thought it would be sort of whatever. Um, that's that's cool, and I'm glad to see that stuff. Yeah. Um, Dustin, did you do your seasonal gentleman? No, but I mean, it's I, I'm just gonna say Gabe for the same reasons okay. you did. It, it's not that <laughs> inter- not that different. You summed it up pretty well. Uh, choice cut is our Ooh. last segment. Who's got one? Who's got a? Good I do. One? I do. <gasps> um, my choice cut was not fighting back when David was attacking because mm-hmm. of the "you kept your promise to your father" message, and I just think. You know, even without that, it would just be such a powerful moment to basically really accentuate how out of control David has gotten by he's just attacking and walloping on you and and Javi's just choosing to not fight back. And, and like, when you do that over time, David starts to realize like, oh, my gosh, I yeah, I'm, I'm really losing it. Where, you know, if, if you if you fight back, I don't know what would happen, but I imagine that like he he wouldn't like have any sort of self-reflection because he'd be like, yeah, well now, now we're really getting into it. And I was right to attack. Cause look, he's attacking me back and we're just fighting now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to be the bigger man. Yeah. I mean, Javi's Something such a loose ab- cannon. So <laughs> <laughs> Something about that scene that did make me laugh. And it may be the one time I agreed with David. Um, so you come out to David and say, yeah, uh, your wife and me, uh, she's going to be my wife now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and he starts he starts beating the shit out of you. You say, I love you, brother. David says, no, you don't get to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of sitting there like, I, David, I think I'm like agreeing with you here. <laughs> this, 
this is a maybe not the time. I I get it. I get what you're going for, Javi. I feel like maybe this is not something you get to say right now when you <laughs> took your brother's wife. Uh, so Dustin, is that yours as well? No, my choice. Well, kinda. I mean, I guess it is. Mine is just whether or not to reveal Javi and Kate's relationship to David, because you did have a choice to be like, "Whoa, what? What are you talking about, <laughs> Kate? Relationship? Kate, why'd you just kiss me?" <laughs> no, ew, ew weird. dude. You're my brother's wife. We're basically siblings, Kate. Ew, <laughs> ew, yucky, crazy. <laughs> David, can you believe her? <laughs> Uh, so like, obviously I didn't do that, but I just liked that you had the option to be like, what? No, I will not make out with you. Uh, my, the cat has come out. Uh, I'm watching a cat this weekend for a friend and, uh, this has been an incredibly vocal cat most of the time. Uh, and (laughs) he's done a very good job of not meowing during the recording. Yay. Good kitty. He's starting. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's he's growing impatient. So we should maybe wrap <laughs> up the show. It's like, oh, you're still doing this. Um, my choice cut was the "I love you" thing. Um, okay. Yeah. I, so you two had the same, but we're still pretty much in the same ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like it even more now that uh, Courtney, you've told us about the kept the promise to your dad thing because mm-hmm. I I miss that. So that's that's great. I was also thinking about whether or not you want to give Gabe the gun to shoot him with, or if you want to do it yourself. Um, that is a that is a very dark and sad choice, yeah. but it's a, a powerful one as well. Um, but we've covered that with the golden moments. Okay, that's the Walking Dead, a new frontier. Thank you all at home for listening. Thank you for being on the show, uh, Dustin, as always, and thank you for being on the show, Courtney, as sometimes. Absolutely. It was it was awesome. Yeah, I think we did a good job. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Uh, it, we'd love to like have you back maybe on like uh, Wolf Among Us 2 or something. That would be that would be cool. Ooh, that's a good yeah. one. Oh, can I talk about the Expanse thing? It'll take like two minutes. Oh, the Expanse. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. So you've been okay. playing Expanse. Yeah. So um, if you if you haven't played the Expanse and you're just here for The Walking Dead and you don't want spoilers on the Expanse, I guess you can stop listening now. But um, <laughs> so <laughs> I... Uh, the other day, just like two days ago, I was on a voice call with uh, Mitchell and Dustin and some other people, and I decided to do the killing Rayan route on the end of the last episode, just see what happened. Um, so <laughs> the last episode, obviously, none of us decided to squish Rayan's little head with our boots because that's insane and psychotic. So, um, <laughs> But I was like, what happens if you do? So I did it. And it turns out that's the real speedrun route because it makes the last episode even shorter and uh, you get a really, really shitty last episode, as you deserve, frankly, if you make that choice, but still. Um, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. So what happens is you squish Rayan's head. It doesn't show you anything. It's not graphic. Like, it basically just shows a drummer, like, screaming as she does it and it focuses on her and then you it cuts back to, like, uh, you see Ray and, like, blood has spurted out of his head, but it doesn't even look particularly, like, squished or anything. It's just maybe a little bit deformed. Um, so then Tor, Tor right. is like, uh, good job, you can have my gun. And then he, like, leaves. And then Drummer's on her own, so she goes to see Virgil. And you don't have the scene with him calming him down from his panic attack, obviously. She just kind of goes and sees him, and uh, Virgil's like, 
Khan told me what you did. Like, what drummer, what what is wrong with you? And she's like, uh, I need your like security tablet. And so she just takes it and, and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and so you get like you get like 30 seconds with Virgil and then you just leave. So <laughs> Yeah. I love that. You you squish a friend's head. He asks, what is wrong? You're like genuinely concerned that you're this evil monster and you're like, Yeah, I need your like security tablet. So. <laughs> Back in a GIF. Uh, <laughs> I need this. Yeah, we, we were on a call with some friends, Courtney, while you were doing that, and you were telling me like, well, just squish his head, and then like a second later, you're like, Okay, fight Narlin and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just, just from the outside perspective of I'm not seeing this happen, but you're going so fast. It's it's incredible. You finished the episode so quickly. Yeah, it was like 20 minutes for the whole episode. So anyway, um, holy crap! You because you don't spend a lot of time with Virgil when you, you go up to see Khan and you do end up beating Tor there. And Khan is understandably uh, shooting at you when you get there because... <laughs> she thinks Drummer has gone insane, so she is mm-hmm. trying to shoot at Drummer, and then in self-defense, Drummer shoots back, and she is the one who ends up wounding Khan in her stomach. And uh, when you go to talk Ooh. to Khan, Drummer's like, look, uh, I'm just trying to like play both sides here, and uh, Khan is like, uh, yeah, fuck you. And so she is dying now, and she tries to light a cigar, uh, and she puts the cigar in her mouth and she flips you off with her lighter finger, her like bionic lighter <laughs> finger and, and dies in that pose. Got her. Uh, Got which her. Is, <laughs> That's that funny. was the only part of this alternate route that I liked. Cause that was pretty badass. Um, cool. And then Tor comes in and you shoot him. And then the rest of the episode pretty much plays out the same way, except Khan and Rayan are dead. Wow. Yep. <laughs> what a game. What a weird game. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> weird game. Well, <laughs> that's this episode of Telling the Tale. Um, Dustin, we are now officially in the Cavalcade of Incidentals. Oh, my lordy begordy. Yeah, we've talked about this a few times, but the Cavalcade of Incidentals will be our tour through a few different things that uh, we're just going to give one episode each. So one of them is um, The Sea of Thieves, The Legend of Monkey Island, uh, Tall Tale Arc. So that's a a story-based arc that is playable in Sea of Thieves that is a canonical Monkey Island game, basically in and of itself. The third and final episode of that just came out this week. Um. Yeah, I haven't played it yet, but I'm looking forward to. I it. haven't either, but I think we're gonna we're gonna have Jeff Onan, um, renowned Sea of Thieves player, on the podcast to talk about uh, that one next week. So that'll be that'll be fun. The the first one in our cavalcade of incidentals. After that, we'll have um, Dangeresque, the Rumisode Triangulate, a video game in the old LucasArts style. So like clearly related to our podcast. Um, right. made by the creators of Homestar Runner themselves. They just did it themselves. So that's very cool. So we'll do that. And then also yeah. the long-anticipated, long-awaited um, review will finally be coming to the Telling the Tale podcast of Law and Order Legacies. And oh, what, how cool is that? 
isn't isn't that just the wait is over <laughs> and we've heard your demands? Yeah. Uh, I think we're gonna try to set up a, a Twitch stream of us actually playing through the game. Uh, so we'll have more information about uh, what time that'll be as it happens. The cat is climbing on my body. <laughs> uh, Stop talking. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll hit you up with more information about that. See if thieves is next week. So we'll talk to you then. And until next time, have a great summer. Have a grape summer. Have a great spooky summer. Ooh. Ah!